Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or, of course, welcome back. There it is. There it is. There it is. Always. You gotta, you gotta wait for it, right? How you been? I've been good. I've been good. We're actually recording in the same room for the first time in, in the a studio. long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little muggy. Yeah, it's a little muggy. That old mini splitter air conditioner thing. That yeah, I'm let's sure not go there. You've bitched about at one point in time on the show or another is a... Yeah. Still non-functional, two mm-hmm. years into a long, drawn-out warranty claim later. Um, yeah, Happens. and it's been about 100 degrees. And Dan's, uh, Dan's doing some work on the house, so there's a lot of extra stuff in here. Yeah, there is, uh, actually. That, I had that to move a hole. Yeah, that belonged in, uh, in, in an office. In another room, yeah. So it's, it's a bit hot. It's a bit muggy. It's a bit claustrophobic. A lot of bangers boxes. And on top of all that, I'm stuck in a room with Dan. So you can imagine the wonderful (laughs) evening I'm having thus far here at the 14 questions. But I jest. Uh, Or do I? I know. What do we? (laughs) So this is this kind of we're trying to keep this sort of light and fun for folks over here. We're going to touch on a thing. Yeah, Uh, we we got all kinds of stuff going on in the world. And we can talk about, you know, like coronavirus. We're getting more variants and that's spooling back up to be a thing. Great. You know, we're having these these hearings about a thing that happened. You know, we could definitely go down that rabbit hole. I'm actually going to reference a thing um, right quickly. So I think I came across in the show notes because we're going to get into a touching on thing. No, no pardon the interruption or anything, Dan. You're just going to pardon gonna, me. You're going to take a oh, thank pardon you. Me. Thank you. Um, I will gladly pardon you. Where, where was this? Oh, here it is. So. Oh, I thought I had it here. I was looking for like average screen time. Of folks, it's like six point seven hours a day or something. Six point seven hours a day. How the fuck do these people have jobs? Well, okay. So I'm going to criticize a few things. Okay, so if I'm listening to like, a podcast, sleep, or, sleep eight hours, work eight hours, and then I guess you do nothing but stay on your but, phone. The rest well, of the time. It, they qualified like screen time. I guess that's like you know people are listening to this podcast. It's going to calculate on their screen time or you know when you're watching you know C-SPAN. Like, see, that's not fair. That's deceptive. Like, I think that's deceptive too. Guys like you, you, you throw a pair of earbuds in mm-hmm. and uh, you, you mow the lawn and listen to a podcast. That, that's not screen time. That's, that's entertainment time, but it's hybridized with actual output and productivity. Right. I mean, it's putting, putting shit in your brain that you should have in your brain. But yeah. I mean, should you, should people have this in their brain? I think they should. Well, I don't know about <laughs> us, but I mean, yeah, you should. It's a dangerous game you're playing. Yeah. So, it, but, but this is what's going to happen, Brandon, is my, my reporting. Cause you get your screen time report on Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be like, dude, set your fucking phone down because you're, <laughs> what are you doing? You spent 97 hours this week. It's going to be pretty close because, you know, so folks, this is what happens over here. Follow a few things. So following these hearings, because they're important for this country and obviously for democracy. But, um, then of course I have to follow all my regular podcasts plus bonus podcasts. And then I'm also, you know, reading a book. So I'll jump between the audio to the book to the audio because I want to get through this book. Yeah, you don't want to put a book down. So you it's all screen stop time. where you're at and listen to it in your car and then pick yeah, the book back up. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's, that's the way to consume it. Why not? Right. But yeah, we're not going to talk about any of those things. Star Trek. That's where we're going. Star Trek. Oh, we're going to start with Star Trek. I think we should start with Star Trek. I gotta Trek. be honest, man. I was, I was never a Star Trek fan. I know. I know you've, you've said this before. alienate a bunch of people, but I just, I I should go back and because part of it, my father watched Star Trek, right? And so as a, as a child growing up, you're like, oh, my dad's into a thing. Maybe I'm, I'm not going to like that then. Uh, so maybe I had a, a, a particular hidden bias that I wasn't aware of at the time. No, dude. Um, you just you missed so I, out. I should circle back. Yeah. No, you need to. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, you just, just alienated so half. It seemed so campy. Not even for the want, time. <laughs> like I'm talking like uh, OG Star Trek, you know. Right. I, yes. Yeah. It, it seemed awfully campy. I guess you're older. So, you know, once they had color oh, television and stuff like that, yeah. it was really fascinating. <laughs> it seemed cutting edge. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's, but I mean, now that we've alienated like half the listeners on the podcast. No, it's okay. Cause you like Star Trek. So I do. We're, I just, do. we're, we're, we're 50, 50 on this. We're split and yeah, divided right, right down the middle. Kind of like, never mind. We, we said we're not going to go there. Yeah. Uh, so any, anyhow, folks, so this is, you know, we thought, we thought we'd touch on Star Trek and you'll, you'll understand why we're doing this in a second, but, um, Roddenberry was the creator of the show apparently. And, um, you know, started thing up. Then it had some crazy fans and pretty fascinating history with it. You know? So reason we're focusing in on Star Trek is I think it's the first time that any movie, anything out in the, in the ethers of anything that anybody was watching, they had touch screens. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, they basically carried around, you know, iPads at one point. Well, and, and then, then, then what's her name on there? Um, Sulu. Sulu had that whole dashboard that you could touch and do. And well, and they had the, they had the, like the, the flight deck and stuff. It was all just yeah, touch. All, all touch screens. So just to put this in reference, so that was in 19... Yeah, I was going to say, this, this is one of those interesting Star Trek things where you go, oh, they were like future technologies that came to be, but it turns out... Because this was 1966, right? Yeah. That, that, this is, I'm, I'm just scanning down this. And just, folks, just because we like to reference things over here, I am actually looking at, because we do this a lot over here at 14 Questions, um, history. So it's basically the History Channel. So I'm trying to throw some credit out there to this uh, Sarah... Prut, updated November 2, 2021. Originally, this article was put together in September 8, 2016. And it's basically the, the, the history or the, or the big things about Star Trek. Because Star Trek was, like, once you go down this, I mean, it had a multiracial cast, men and women serving in, in command positions. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> you know, At one point in time, right? The whole idea that, you you know, you'd going to fly around for a bunch of years in a spaceship and make sure that, you know, shit doesn't go wrong and people don't attack people and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of, you know, the whole premise of the show is kind of interesting. Yeah. But, to, but to circle back, this was in the sixties and 66, you know, yes. a, again, a lot of times, you know, there were these very futuristic technologies in star Trek and, but the touch screens weren't one. I was staggered. I, when we started going down the rabbit hole of like, when did, when were touch screens invented? You know, things we take for granted every day, we carry them in our pockets we interact with them at kiosks and ATMs and God knows where, but it was, it was in, I believe 1946. Yeah. Like, like post-World War II. Yeah. Dude's like, going to invent a touchscreen. And what was it for? It was a stylus input to draw over sports broadcasts. So, you know, back when they did the replays, they could draw a little circle in a line and be like, now watch him as it goes over here. And, but yeah, it kind of blew my mind. 1946. Somebody was a, out there going, yeah, touchscreen. It's a thing. It was a stylus input, but you know, well, and then I would, have, it, I would have guessed a little bit later. I would have too. But interesting enough, there's a there's a fellow on the. We'll get into this after the break, but on the capacitive touch, right? Who I'm running down my notes here real fast, but that was for um, air traffic control technology. 
but, but this gets interesting because the, the fellow that did the original sort of conceptualization and stuff, read through the History Channel thing if you want to, folks. Um, he was a former U.S. Air Corps guy who served in a B-17 bomber. So I wonder, if, like, if he saw some of that. You know, it just, and then he throws it into a TV show or conceptualizes a thing, but it's actually also happening. It'd be kind of interesting. Like, they don't link yeah, that don't up know. here, but I was like, uh, something that occurred to me while we were having this little quick where, discussion where, where do all these inspirations come from so do you want to hit a break and then come back and get into some of this get, get differences the, the meat and potatoes of, yeah. of touchscreen technology i don't see why not now let me just reach up here and hit pause and we'll be oh this isn't a touchscreen my bad there you back there you back <laughs> all right folks sit tight we'll be right back took a fast break and uh, we're back talking about uh, star trek no <laughs> touch screens star trek for days well no well the thing is i mean are you are you a captain kirk or a captain picard kind of guy that's, that's I, I like both of them uh, yeah. it's a cop out that's a cop no i like both of them so anyhow so mention just to circle back to a thing real quick quick um zertronic is a web page i'm looking right at right now and it's like star trek was the first one to have a Mention of a touchscreen, according to them. I'll go with that. Marvel's Avengers. Quantum of Solstice, James Bond. They had a touchscreen thing. Mm, interesting. Yeah. But uh, here we go. So the history of them. You want to, like, can you do that in five minutes? In five minutes? Yeah. A brief summation. I mean, let's see if we just rattle it off the top of my head. So history of touchscreens, other than, we know, 1946. 46. Stylus-based. Go from there. And we've got four, basically four common types of touchscreens. Resistive, capacitive, infrared, and, and optical, uh, which also uses infrared, ironically. Um, where do you want to go? Well, so it's, it's bizarre, right? So they were onto a thing. So the si stylus, right, had a single point touch on a CRT screen. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, most, like, resistive touchscreens, I, I think... Um, there was, right around the time the iPhone came out, uh, BlackBerry released a smartphone that was all touchscreen, but it was a resistive touchscreen. And, you know, it's pressure sensitive. Okay. And it was obnoxious. Because uh, a lot of times that's like, you know, basically a laminate with, you know, two pieces of glass and some circuitry and whatnot. And then when you press where those points actually touch then, you know, the screen responds, oh, there's a, there's a touch here. And so it's single input. It's kind of slow. Um, you know, it's great if, you know, like you need something weatherproofed, you know, so if right, like right. an ATM or something, it's great because water gets on it. It doesn't matter. Okay. You just push and the screen functions, but it's limited in its functionality in that it's, it's a single point and that's it. And if you think about like we were discussing uh, over drinks, you know, modern input, we do all these you know, pinch to zoom and, you know, two fingers to rotate a thing and all these gesture based controls weren't possible with these things. So they were limited in their functionality for sure. 
So how do we get to the multi-touch thing, right? So we, they, they did. So they had to have a light behind the single touch, or did they just have that have the coding on the screen, or was the, or the light behind the screen came later, like on the single touch? How do we get to that? How do we get to the multi-touch? Well, so the other types, I think, all support um, multi-point input. Okay, uh, it's just a matter of how they do it. So. Your capacitive, it actually measures the electrical resistance at any given point in the screen. And so when you touch it with a finger, it changes the resistance of a thing. Right. And then, so it goes, oh, there's something touching me there. But then you could touch another point and there's something touching me there. And so, you know, modern devices, I think the iPads and whatnot, they support like up to 10 points of contact, like the processors and what can do that. So, so 10, 10, 10 little digits if you wanted to do a thing simultaneously. And still keep up with tracking them and moving them. And then um, the infrared touchscreens use a series of infrared beams, you know, kind of in a grid. And so when you touch it, it breaks that beam. And it, so it knows a point right. and then another point, another point. And the optical ones use uh, infrared cameras. Okay. And then so again, when you, you know, touch a thing, it can sense based on having multiple cameras, it basically triangulates the position in the screen where you're touching. and. Yeah, you go from there. So, yeah, the resistive not so good. Everything else, you know. Well, I mean, for better. its for its time, yeah, for its time again. Yeah, proof of concept and get a thing going, and then somebody thinks of a better way to do it. Yeah, and then they, you know, fact yeah, the, we, we 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 use this stuff like what I say six 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 six, point, six, six seven hours six a day, seven hours a day so, screen yeah, time. Most of us are most familiar with the capacitive screen because that's what you know our cell phones and touch right. screen tablets and whatnot. Uh, rely upon and what we carry in our pockets every day and that's i mean we're, we're talking fairly recently on that right yeah it's I, man I, off the top of my head thinking back through we're talking the resistance some research i think the first cell phone uh with a capacitive screen was not the iphone i think it was 2006 it was an lg that they released with a or in conjunction with Prada. It was like a high-end, you know, bespoke designer product. But I believe I remember seeing that, which kind of surprised me, because in my head, I was like, okay, we had the iPod, and then the iPod Touch, which was kind of revolutionary, and then that, you know, basically they added a cellular modem to it, and there was the iPhone. And in my head, that was the first one, but I was wrong, so I learned something new. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm. I'm trying to dig down the notes here real fast, and it's just. I'm. I'm. I'm weighing into some deep waters. Infrared grid. Yep. 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 Optical image. Yep. 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 Um. Yeah, I mean, fairly, somewhat of a recent development, or or the evolution of how quickly you were able to do multi-touch and gesture ch- touch and stuff like this. But yeah, going yeah. to going a step further. Are we going to get to one of the things I came across that was really interesting before we start to, you know, digress and do some other interesting statistics here is the whole concept of this floating screens or holograms. Oh, yeah. I like the minority report. Yeah. 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 No, that's a I wish I could remember because this comes up more frequently than you would imagine. But there was a device um, that I was kind of following its development and I cannot for the life of me remember what it was, but I remember early, <coughs> early 2000s, they had this device, which was, I mean, I guess an infrared camera sort of thing. It was like, you know, like a little four inch bar that would sit on the desk and would actually track 
all your oh, fingertips like that. It, I, and I, 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 remember, I saw somebody like, on a plane using one of those ones. Granularly. And yeah. it's like, I was like, oh man, this is such a cool technology. It was a startup. And then I kind of fell out, you know, cause you get, we get distracted by things we follow and I've yet to find out like who snatched them up or what happened with them because it was such a cool idea. I remember watching demos of the technology and I was like, this is fucking minority report. Um, but yeah, I can't for the life of me recall what that company was because it was very cool technology at the time. And I can only imagine somebody has developed it even further or, you know, some conglomerate snatched them up and we'll see a product in in the future where we're just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. This is it. This is a thing. So yeah. Cause I was, I was like before and I didn't, we didn't, we didn't have long enough in this podcast, but I did stumble into, you know, somebody had asked a question like how long until this is, and they're like, no, it's there. The hologram touch screen shit is, yeah, but, but it's it, just not, de- it, it's not practically deployable yet. Yeah. Well, other than the way I envision it. So everybody's working on these like augmented reality glasses and mm-hmm. headsets, right? So instead of mm-hmm. VR, we have augmented reality. So you wear a pair of glasses and if you could put that technology in the glasses themselves, now your display augments, you know, the holograms, like this is the most right. feasible way to do it. They're not actually just floating in the room, but for the individual user, they are. And then it just tracks your hands and your gestures against these simulated displays. And holy shit, there we are. Right. For all intents and purposes. Like you'll look like a fool to anybody not wearing your glasses from the outside. No, 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 no. You'll look you'll look Um, like that person with the Bluetooth in their in their ear. Yeah, late, late, like, mid, mid nineties, mid nineties, when, when Bluetooth earpieces were a thing. Walking around the grocery <laughs> store, like, yeah, like, you know, why, is yelling. That, why is that dude fucking yelling at himself? Yeah. Like, is he crazy? Is yeah, he, is he like, exactly drugged up on something? Like, what's yeah, going on? Like, oh, yeah. look at the other side of his head. Exactly. He's got one of those. Yeah, before mass adoption of Bluetooth uh, technology. Yeah, you'd always see that guy, and you're like, that guy's just. Oh, he's on the phone. Yeah, got, it, got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah, it'll be the at least same it thing. blinked back then, but most of them had like a light. Now people just walk around with a little. Airpotty things in your ear, and it's like, yeah, but you can kind of see them now because they're on both sides of the head. Right back I then, mean, it was just one side. Yeah. So, you know, if you were walking yeah. on the right side of a person, you're like, oh, they're on the phone. Fucking you're stupid. walking on the other side of the person, you're like, this is this a crazy person? Should I be concerned? Right. Uh, but yeah, again, once you know, augmented reality and this finger track, and you just see somebody, you're like, is this some new like Chi Kung Tai Chi like <laughs> yeah. thing he's doing over there in the park? You're like, nah, no. he's he's at, he's at, he's at work in a yeah. in a tele meeting or whatnot, <laughs> you know. But crazy is what it is. But I do see it going that way eventually. So do do you want me to throw out some numbers here? This kind of fun stuff. Hit me with it. All right, where, here's where the thing coming. Five thousand seven hundred and sixty one number of phone screens broken per cracked cracked, cracked. every hour every hour okay every hour five thousand five thousand an hour it's a lot so uh, it, 50, 000, june, june 29 2021 a day yep mm-hmm. uh, you, uh, we're like junking what like 12 million of these things a year just on the glass screens yeah the glass that's not bad there's 7 billion people on the planet how many total smartphones are out in the planet uh, a, a shit ton right but i'm gonna go so i went <laughs> a over a veritable this. shit ton you know this is statistica.com okay that's not where i got the 5,000 number from folks so don't you know don't at me or shout at me if you're gonna follow this but this one this is a like th- this is this is statistics from 2018 all right, I'm going I'm to rattle these off to you, and I'm going to go with believable, not believable, or 
people kind of answered the questions wrong or slight lie. <laughs> Go for it. All right. So basically they're saying this is according to the users of, you know, we, we break our phones because, you know, it happens, right? Dropped on the ground. 74%. People so are just like, yep, drop. yep. I dropped it on the ground. Ding. How much of this is insurance fraud though? Because the new, yeah, model. I mean, because the right. new model got yeah. released and they're like, oh, I've got, I've got the insurance on my phone. I, I dropped it or intentionally. But, well, did you want to get to these stories? Okay. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, you know me, I had this, I had this standing. How, how many of them break to get the upgrade? Is well, what I'm getting at. I never got an upgrade on the insurance for any of my wife's phones. Right. But she and I had this longstanding thing when she met me. Cause I, I, I noticed when we first started dating and stuff like years ago that she showed up with a new phone all the time. Right. Yeah. You're like, what do you do? And so it was this ongoing joke. So literally one night she comes home, this was like several years back. And she's like, I can't believe I had this phone like you for like over two, cause I, I have a phone for two, three years. Right. Yeah. On all day. Every and day. she reaches into her pocket. I, I, I shit you not. She's like, I have had this or whatever. She had marked the day in her calendar or something. She pulls it out of her pocket. Right. And as she's pulling out of her pocket, it goes spitting into the fucking air. <laughs> she's so proud at this moment. And then it, it all just falls apart. It was a small crack, but <laughs> nevertheless, folks, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, the, you had one of the these, ironic timing. Yeah, no, I did. I, you were so fucking proud of that pr phone too. I remember running into that. Yeah, night, no, until the, like um, 20, 20 minutes after you got it. Yeah. I was, I was like <laughs> two or three generations behind on, on iPhones. And yeah. it, it was when the, um, uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. It wasn't the X. It was like a, like the 6S or something like that came out. And I was like, okay, that's enough of an upgrade. Cause I, I, was, I was still on like a four right, right. or something at that time. And I was like, let me go get it. And it was like so new. Um, they didn't have cases. Right. I, I was going to ask it. Is it yeah, like, didn't have a case. Yeah, of and, course. Uh, yeah. I was like, okay, it'll be fine. Like I don't, I'm not one. Um, that's the only phone I've ever broken, actually. <laughs> now that I think, I'm like, I'm not one to break phones. And yeah, that's the one. So I got it, had it for, what, less than a day total? Yeah. Like, pulled it out of my pocket, like nothing crazy, didn't knock it off a table, just taking it out of my pocket, and my hand went stupid, I guess, for a second. And it tumbles down to the concrete floor and just shatters. And I'm like, I'm like fuck! Like, brand new phone, first upgrade in like four years, maybe. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh man. Within like hours, right? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I don't buy the insurance because again, like I, I've always kept like a life proof or an otter box and I've never broken yeah. a phone. I just think it's superfluous and the deductibles are crazy. I don't do it. And I'm like, here's this brand new thing. And it wasn't like a crack. It took a chunk out of the corner of the screen. Like it was mm. rendered mostly inoperable without slicing your fingers to pieces. Right. Like this is awful. So I go, well, I can, I'll go get the screen replaced. I like contact Apple and they're like, you know, drive it up to the nearest Apple store and whatnot. And I go in and they go, here's the deal, man. I said, Oh, great. What, what are you going to hit me with? Cause it was, it was supposed to be like 150 bucks or something like it was it, in know. the phones. What? It, it, not even a day old now, right? No, it's not even a day old. And I, and I go in and they say screen replacement. I said, yeah, that's what my appointment's for. And brand new phone. I dropped it. Like I've had it less than a day. They go, yeah. So these are so new. Our supply chain, we don't even have the replacement screens. And like, yeah, hmm. I mean, I got it they, like basically day of release or right on. And they're like, yeah, we don't have a screen to replace. And I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> why did I come all the way up here? And they go, what we're going to do. And this is why I love Apple so much. What we're going to do. They charged me the one forty one fifty and gave me a brand new one in the box and said, have a great day. 
slapped me on the ass and sent me away. And I was like, wait a second. That, that was their solve. Like their customer service solve was, we don't have the screen. So here's a, a brand new, you know, it was a thousand dollar phone at the time for 150 bucks. Yeah. Said so go. And like, that's it. again, people are like, oh, you're, you're such an Apple fanboy, And I'm like, well, well, you know, yeah, they did it there. One, <laughs> their products, they tend to work and they work for a long time. Right. Um, you know, and two with customer service like that, I'm like, I appreciate this. Yeah. Fair so enough. Is what it is. So number two, number two, on the phone breaks now that we went into hit, that. Hit me with it. Falling out of pocket, 49%. Just falls out of the pocket. I don't see how that I, happens. I mean, I guess but, for women, maybe because, because their pockets back, just aren't built to be exactly. pockets. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think, um, yeah. So that's that's fair if you're a female. And that's or not or against you wear women. Female a, clothing. I was going to say, if you wear female no, it's clothing, just the pockets, pockets. The pockets are a quarter of an inch deep. Like, they're not right. designed to actually be a pocket. They just put it there so they're like, oh, I do have pockets, yeah, but they don't. Good. They're yeah. not real pockets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which is unfortunate. I know so many female friends and whatnot have <laughs> just for years been like, all we want is pockets. Like, right. Can we just get that and we'd be happy? Well, then they the, the dopey like in guy pants, whatever. So anyhow, dropped in water. Number three, 39%. Yeah, that, that I can see. Uh, now this is where it gets complicated people. Cause I think we're getting into the, 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 the range of mm, shaping the thing. Knocked off a table or corner? Yeah, I, I can see okay, that. I can see that. Have you been around your own dog? I mean, he, yeah, you have. Yeah, he's got a tail. Yeah, okay. I your can dog see that. Yeah. knocks things off of tables. Well, they should be like a dog. Like five times a day. Okay. I mean, so, yeah, I mean I, I, all our drinks earlier. <laughs> like, <laughs> earlier today. Whap. Not mere hours ago. Yeah. Teddy, the giant German shepherd, knocks over. This a, 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 just a, a, a slew of beverages. Yeah, like, constantly. Well, His tail. It's it's. It, Teddy doesn't have a tail problem. We have a table height problem. Yes. Yes. Again, are you going to find a seven so, foot tall dining table for this monster? This horse <laughs> horse parading around as a German shepherd. He's not yeah. that big. He's not that big. I mean, he's a, well. He does jump on up on things too. But yeah. Okay. This is the. Is this believable or not believable? How many how many bullshit stars of non believable are you going to do? Dropped in the toilet, twenty six percent. That seemed about right, or does it seem twenty? I mean, you know, I can I can see that because let's be honest, what do we do on the toilet these days? We don't pick up the newspaper or the magazine. You sit there on your phone. Well, that's why I was going to say, like, and then like so one hand, one hand's doing one thing while the other hand's trying to keep the phone as far away from what the other hand's doing. Right. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> so, so yeah. but I want to know what the differential. It's a bit precarious. Yes. The differential. So thirty nine percent of people reported they dropped it in water. Well, I think, I think there's some overlap there. So I, that's what I'm going with, right? So, of like, okay, 39% are water, but 24% are, you know, toilets well, versus 26, right? swimming pools versus yeah. the bathtub or 30. the ocean or, you know, fell off a boat kind of, and maybe, maybe Almost not. 60% of these phones fall victim to water, okay? So I'm, I'm going with more toilets, less kayaking. That's all I'm saying. I think there might be a little bit of a how they fill in the boxes on that one. I'm just saying folks. Yeah. It's like cell phones just all need a mandatory bathroom wrist strap. Right. Well, and then that would, that would cover the falling out of bag, which is, that's really kind of gender specific. I think, I mean, I guess, I mean, I carry a bike bag. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the dude that uh, is inseparable from his satchel. 
Yeah, well, it's a bike bag, folks. Exactly. And I don't ever put my... F- well, I do put my phone in it from time to He's time. He's going to say over and over and it's a bike bag, but it was neither designed to be a bike bag, nor has it ever really spent that much time on a bike. The other one did. The, <laughs> the new one. The, the yeah, pre- the, the actual the one- bicycle messenger bag. But yeah. neither here nor there. We won't argue the specifics of a thing, but it's a satchel. Anyhow, so that is the... That okay, is, that Indiana is the Jones had one, too. So. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't like snakes either. So I guess we got two things in common, I guess. But this is this is this is extraordinary. I mean, the amount of times a day, a mi- minutes, every minute that goes by, these phones. Yeah, folks, smash, stop, smash, smash, stop throwing your phones on the floor. Well, I mean, it's become its own cottage industry. Like, think about how many cell phone repair places have yeah. popped up, like standalone brick and mortar shops. Where- <laughs> Let alone there's a there's a, a communications website and somebody's paid statistically to sit down and break all this stuff down. I guess for the insurance people and the the cottage industries and yeah, everybody yeah, else is like at this point, yeah, they want somebody's right. paying for that data. Yeah, oh, correct. Yeah. Well, they already know it because they probably know when you break your fucking phone and how you did it. <laughs> just. <laughs> Just a, I don't just, see how they don't. I, I, mean, I don't either, right? Like so every just, phone has accelerometers and gyroscopes and compasses and everything else. So like it 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 knows it accelerated rapidly and stopped suddenly. And <laughs> right? it probably knows what the fuck you were doing and too. It, it like, knows the direction right. of that impact and everything else. Like a phone knows when you yeah. dropped it, whether or not, you know, you think it does or not. It, and, and these are not like made up theories over here on the 14 questions. We actually cover a lot of this privacy stuff and what goes on in your supercomputer that you have in your hands half the time. Yeah, it knows why it died. Yeah, it, 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 which is why don't our phones have airbags? Again, right. it knows when it's falling. Yeah, I mean, fair or enough. it could know. I mean, it could have like a little sub process that just goes, hey, if we accelerate really fast in, you know, the direction of gravity... Uh, de- deploy the airbags. So here, here's our one question. We're the 14 questions. But my one question before we leave it on this podcast is if anybody works, you know, in the world of Androids or iPhones or whatever over there at Apple, when those folks come in there and tell you what happened to their phone, you pull a thing up and be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this was at your regular crap time in the morning. This thing definitely was in the toilet. There wasn't something you were not at a pool party. We already got your geolocation, it, it right? Didn't fall off the boat. Yeah. Yeah. It, go ahead. But, but, but we'll take that checkbox as close enough to yeah, this. Somebody, one. somebody can somebody write a piece of software that can correlate all, yeah. all the accelerometer data, all the geolocation mm-hmm. and really get us Correct. down to the bottom. So folks, if anybody out there <laughs> knows these people, I want to talk to them. I want their stories. We want them on the show. So you want to leave it there? Yeah, I think that's a good enough point to jump off for the evening. So uh, Cool. Well, folks, you know, rate us, review us, find us wherever you find your, your podcasts. Well, if, if they're hearing you say that, they already did. Oh, shit. Never works. Never works. Never works. <laughs> that's the stuff you put in the ads. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't have those. Yeah. Whoops. Okay. I'm a smart ass. I can't help myself sometimes. Parts. All right. Well, you want to leave it there? Yeah, I think that's a good spot. So uh, until next time. Until next time. Questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, 
lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.